This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the Solemnity of the Lord's Ascension, the 9th of May. I think that possibly a lot of us don't get the point of the ascension of Jesus into heaven. We've just had Easter and we know what that's all about. We understand Christmas too. But the ascension is often confusing as it's depicted in art by the disciples standing, looking on in wonder as Jesus retreats back to heaven, his feet going up through the clouds, and we are left feeling bereft. If we think like that, we've missed the point of the ascension, because here it really all begins. The story gains momentum from now. I'd like to just fast forward 15 centuries to England to an interesting anecdote, a story which took place in the spring of 1581. Edmund Campion had been in England as a Jesuit missionary for just over a year. Fifteen years earlier he preached before Queen Elizabeth in Oxford and now he was in Lancashire on the run from government spies and priest hunters. Between illicit sermons and undercover masses Campion was writing a Latin treatise called the Jecem Rationes or Ten Reasons in which he was defending the faith and setting out the Catholic faith, challenging his compatriots who'd gone over to the Protestant religion to debate with him. It was extremely difficult for Campion to get that work printed. The work was carried out in a secret press in the house of the Stoner family in Berkshire. Lady Stoner was later to die in prison for her part in the enterprise. Owing to a shortage of type, The treatise had to be set one page at a time and it took half a dozen typesetters dressed as gentlemen to ward off suspicion nine weeks to set it. On Oxford's commemoration day, the 27th of June 1581, 400 copies were found distributed on the benches of the university church. The publication of the Decem Rationes caused a tremendous stir and efforts to capture Campion were redoubled. Eventually he was captured, tried, and executed at Tyburn with fellow Jesuits on the 1st December of the same year. The reason I wanted to relate this well-known story is because the final command, the last will and testimony of our Lord at his ascension, was that we would go out and be his witness to the world and bring his truth to the world, whatever the cost to us. The story of Edmund Campion shows us, first of all, that any Christian who wants to witness to their faith beyond their immediate circle of family and friends will need to be prepared to be sacrificed and to be able to communicate well. For Campion, this meant the printing press. Today, it's all the variety of means available to us, especially the internet and television. There's so much good Catholic stuff out there on the web and a good global TV network now, which 24 hours a day pushes out Catholic truth. I'm speaking about EWTN. We're all called to witness to the truth, not just the leaders of the church, not just the professionals like the priests and bishops, and not just the truth of Catholic faith but also the truth of our present times, including our failures and mistakes. Nothing's ever gained from hiding the truth. 
It's only a love of truth, even of difficult truths, that will save us and will help others to trust us. So what can we do? Well, there are two thoughts that come to us from the scriptures. First, let's keep our integrity. It doesn't mean we'll always avoid every compromise or always live every one of our ideals. But at the very least, let us not go against our conscience in the world, either in our relationships or in the workplace. And let us make sure that we don't cross that fundamental ethical line of speaking or living what is not true. St Stephen was killed simply because he told others what he had seen. I see the Son of Man, he said, standing at the right hand of God. He was killed for telling the truth. The apostles were killed for telling the truth about Jesus. We may not seek martyrdom, but we can still seek the truth in the highly pressurised circumstances of our world. Second, let's proclaim our Christian faith clearly and with integrity. St Stephen only managed to endure his ordeal because he was filled with the Holy Spirit and because his sight was fixed on heaven. I don't mean that we should all fall on our knees and gaze into the heavens whenever we have a tense moment in the office, but we need to be rooted in something deeper than the immediate demands being made on us each day. We need to be rooted in our faith. This involves the simplest of decisions, to practice our faith, to pray each day, to speak about our faith with others if the moment arises, to tell them that we are Christians, that we're Catholics, and that it matters to us. These aren't obligations or burdens. They are the foundations that make it possible for us to stay steady during all the madness of the world around us. They're the same foundations that gave St Edmund Campion the passion he needed to print his subversive text and the courage to endure his martyrdom. The day of our Lord's ascension is a moment for us to do as the apostles did. They looked at the sky where Jesus was taken from their sight and then they looked at each other and from the inner strength that they had received, they looked outwards. They went outwards and spoke outwards about all they'd experienced. They witnessed to their faith and they changed the world. This is the invitation that the Ascension makes to us each year. And they did this together with Mary, praying expectantly with her for the full outpouring of grace that would come at Pentecost and confirm them in the truth. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we who believe that your only begotten Son, our Redeemer, ascended this day to the heavens, may in spirit dwell already in heavenly realms, who lives and reigns for ever and ever.